1: joining us. This is From the Newsroom, the weekly podcast presented by the Holland Sentinel staff. I'm Digital Director Brian Vernellis. I'm sitting down today with government reporter, (laughs) municipal reporter, government reporter. (laughs)
0: Something like that. that.
1: Kate Carlson. How are you today, Kate?
0: I'm doing well.
1: Thank you for being here. Uh, Actually, this was your idea. This was your, I thought this was a great idea that you came up with. Uh, You and I were both at President Trump's Rally in Grand Rapids last week, Thursday, right? Yeah, Yeah, so a week ago. Yeah. Uh, and your idea was what was it like behind the scenes as a member of the media? Right. Uh, you, well, we were, uh, I was video recording it and getting some photos. You were reporting, mm-hmm. but we were all in the media pen <laughs> with yes. the national news. Um, you know, the local TV affiliates, that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. um, all the local newspapers. Well, how is it from your perspective? And, and uh, I'd like to hear what, how you, because you said it earlier, you went to his inauguration.
0: Yeah. So when I was a senior at Central Michigan University, I worked for the school paper And uh, we actually got the opportunity to go to Washington, D.C. with one of the journalism department professors, a few of us from the paper, and actually cover Trump's inauguration and then uh, the Women's March the next day in D.C. So it was like totally different worlds. (laughs) Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, but it was like just really cool from a historical perspective uh, to be there both days to see that happen. That's cool. yeah, so I was kind of, I was um, at the rally in Grand Rapids last week. Uh, actually, me and Brian had to get there really early. Um, and I was just literally outside all day walking around talking to mostly Trump supporters. But then a little later in the day, uh, I got the chance to talk to a few uh, protesters. Before I had to go in early to the arena. More, I think there was yeah. more protesters throughout the day, but yeah. because we had to go in so early to get into like the media pit, um, I didn't get uh, the chance as quite as much to talk to people who were in opposition right. of the of the rally. But it was still like the two opposing sides of like the spectrum. So that was it's always interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was.
1: It was very interesting, uh, especially yes. when people started filing in. Uh, they opened the doors and uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, they actually closed off Fulton Street, which I was a little surprised yeah. by. Um, but they closed off uh, Fulton at Ionia and I think it was Mon- is it Monroe?
0: Uh, is I believe the- so. Is it was the opposite end. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a huge stretch, but it was just like mostly a little further than like the edge of, uh, Van Andel arena for ba- sure. Yeah, Ron Basically Bolton, the yeah.
1: block block yeah. of Van Andel, they closed off. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That yeah. Block. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, in talking to folks outside, what, what were some of your impressions?
0: Yeah. Um, so I was just surprised first of all, just to see how long the line was. Um, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And then, I was trying to talk to as many people as I could in line, because I was trying to find someone from Holland, which I didn't unfortunately end up doing, but I did find someone from Ionia County, which is their sister paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it still gave me like a decent idea of just kind of the thinking of people in line, just based on the people I talked to. But um, I tried to ask them... like. Obviously, why are you here today? Just very basic questions, yeah. but um, I ask everyone kind of the same thing. Why did you come out today? How long have you been here? What do you like about the president, or what kind of policy are you in favor of? And people were, across the board, very vague, but they just were, most all of them just said, oh yeah, I like every, everything the president's done so far.
1: Mo- mostly they like the man.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Before they could. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I asked, is there anything that you disprove of or that you hope yeah. to see if he's reelected? And they all were just pretty vague, honestly, and just yeah. said, I just really support everything he's done so mm-hmm. far. Or if they did point to one thing, it was usually uh, border security. Mm. So...
1: Yeah. I I was curious. You snapped a photo of a woman that had a a sign that said media enemy of the people. And I was wondering if you talked to her.
0: I did not. I was (laughs) taking I was taking a a video uh, just trying to capture like, yeah, kind of the general just feel of waiting in line. And yeah, she ended up I was I didn't even see her before (laughs) I started filming the video. And then she was kind of in the tail end of it. That was kind of an interesting experience, too, because that video ended up kind of going a little bit viral that day.
1: <laughs> yeah, talk about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I think some bots were, like, retweeting it, too. <laughs> I ended up getting, like, 200-something retweets and hundreds of followers and or hundreds of, like, favorites on this video. Uh, and then Trump tweeted out, like, a very similar video of the line yeah. an hour later. Um, so I think people were looking for that snapshot of what's it like in Michigan right now around the arena uh, before Trump's rally or whatever. So that was interesting.
1: Yeah, I was strutting around because I think something I tweeted out, a couple photos, <laughs> were retweeted maybe like 150. Yeah. And then I scroll down. <laughs> and This is like 300 retweets. And I was just like, oh, all right. Okay, Kate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So after talking with the supporters, did you get a chance to cross the street, literally, and and talk with the protesters at all?
0: Yes. Yeah. And um, like I said, it was really just kind of opposite ends of the political, you know, views, which makes sense. That's kind of what you expect.
1: There was a group of, you know, very vocal socialists, uh, a socialist group that, um, you know, they were starting chants and... Uh, As we were filing in, Mm -hmm. you know, which was a couple hours before they start. um, Yeah, they were chanting and getting the attention of a lot of supporters that were filing in as well.
0: Yeah. um, I guess, yeah, like I said, I didn't get a chance to talk to as many protesters or people who were, you know, in opposition to the whole event. But uh, one person I talked to just said um, he was from the LGBTQ community and he just said, I'm here in opposition. I'm not necessarily here to be confrontational. But he was, like, from the air, and he's like, I mm-hmm. just, I'm just, i upset that this is happening, so I just wanted yeah. to come out. And he was actually there
1: yeah. uh,
0: for most of the day, uh, even though most of the protesters came a little later. So, right. yeah, just I think that was probably kind of the general okay. consensus of the protesters just based on who I talked to. Right. Um,
1: well, when you were inside... What were uh, what were your impressions? What were your thoughts?
0: Um, I guess I just didn't realize how long it would be. Most of the time I was just like staring down in my computer trying to type everything out because I knew I had to get a story out like right after it was over. Right. Um, but I was surprised at how hard it was to kind of do that just because of the cadence of mm. President Trump. The way he talks is very hard to like... To follow, if you're if you're following it that closely and trying to transcribe it, it is hard to follow. Like the way he talks, because he kind of pivots so quickly on different things. That's kind of what I noticed. Very stream of consciousness, yeah. Stream
1: of consciousness, where he's just kind of, yeah, you know, pinballing from point to point. Right. Um. That's funny that you mentioned uh, how long the speech was because I was expecting something. You know, two hours. I didn't think we were going to get out of there until, you know, well after midnight. Yeah. Because he yeah. he actually was, he hit the stage at 7.08. Was it just a little bit after 7? I seven? think so. Something yeah, like that. I don't remember we, exactly yeah. off the top of my head. But, uh, you know, I was expecting like 7.30. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be there until it's like seven thirty, seven forty-five, And then he'd yeah. have like a two-hour speech that he's been known to give. But he, he was up there for about an hour.
0: Yeah, Maybe When you a, yeah. well, when you say that, I'm, like, thinking about all of the, like, what I've heard. And, I, yeah, I, I have heard his he's gone on way longer than what we <laughs> saw. But it just seemed so long, I think, right. cause I was just yes. trying to get it all down yes. and, like...
1: <laughs> well, and it was a long day, too, for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to be... I had to have cameras set up by 9. Right. So I was there. And I, even then, I was one of the last ones to be in, you know, to okay, get set up. Yeah. So I had to find some space on the you know, in Media Row to set up my camera. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was really surprised that, you know, I showed up nine and, you know, there's 20 people already set up.
0: Yeah, I went in to drop my backpack and I wore a coat for some reason, which was a bad idea. So I was like, I need to drop this off in the arena. Let's see if I can do this. Uh, so I was probably like the one of the last media people, even though I had nothing to set up. I just yeah. dropped off like my backpack in there. And that was... It was cool seeing all of the um, reporters and outlets mm. from like mm-hmm. national yeah. media, like like a whole range. It was people from people from Trump's election, re-election campaign were like sitting alongside us too, and it was like people from the Boston Globe, from Vox. Okay. Um, yeah, so that was that was kind of neat. To I did Yeah,
1: I didn't realize national newspapers like yeah, the and I Globe mean were there.
0: It could just be like. I'm sure it's just, like, stringers or maybe, mm. like, freelancers or something like that. But that was right. kind of neat, for sure.
1: We um, saw Terry Moran from ABC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it took us the longest time to figure out who what his name was. We were both blanking on his name, but yeah.
0: I was uh <laughs> waiting in line to get back in right before the rally started and he cut the line in front of me they and were, I was like, yeah. who is that guy? And I was like, he looks so familiar. I'm sure he's some kind of uh TV host or something, but I couldn't think of it. It took me a while.
1: Yeah, they were place. they were doing that with all the <laughs> national networks. They were just Yeah. Right to the front. Um, it, you know, and uh, it, it once, uh, I will say that it was um, very electric when he did finally appear. Well, let me preface that. Donald Trump Jr., I think, was the surprise guest
0: oh my goodness. of the evening. Yeah. And you
1: would have thought Elvis was in the building because, <laughs> um, you know, everybody, it wasn't until I was looking down at the crowd and they everybody kind of spun around and started taking pictures and I was like, why are they taking pictures of the press? I'm like, oh well.
0: I was afraid at first because I thought some kind of like fight erupted because oh, okay. everyone was looking right at the edge of the press pit. And I was yeah. on the side because I was just had my laptop so I wasn't by all the big cameras, but it looked like there was some kind of scuffle going on. So I was nervous. I didn't know that he was just standing there talking to the media yeah. in the press pit. Yeah. Which I so I was like kind of relieved. I was like, okay, good. It wasn't like any kind of Commotion, other than like Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. has arrived, I guess. But
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they made really made it known that he was going to be there.
0: Not that I know how. Not that I yeah. know of, but I did hear like there could be some of Trump's family members okay. or someone like that. But I didn't hear specifics beforehand. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so he kind of set the tone, and then once yeah. President Trump uh, came out from the side, there, yeah, it was like the Beatles. Uh <laughs> yeah. had arrived uh, because the place kind of <laughs> erupted. And I would say there were probably uh we were looking at seating capacity and oh yeah. You know, I think seating capacity was at what 11 or 12.
0: So based on the yeah. numbers I've seen online uh for seating capacity at the arena, it's I've seen anywhere from like just over 10,000 to around like uh 12,000 for mm-hmm. capacity and then I called the arena staff actually to see what's the capacity just to get a gauge for how many people would be there Yeah, and she said it really varies event by event so um, but yeah all of the stands appeared to be full and yeah. then there was a ton of people out on the floor Yeah, so yeah it was the, it was a full house.
1: 13,000, 14,000 yeah. Probably. Something yeah. in that neighborhood. Um, yeah. And then uh, like you said you were uh, you know trying to Follow his um, his speech as best as you could. Mm-hmm. Was there anything about that atmosphere you had been at his inauguration? Yes. Did you see similarities between those two events?
0: Um, when I compare them, I always kind of try to focus on like the people I talked to beforehand mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. what kind of what I got from them, and um. I don't know. During his inauguration, people were like still looking forward to the president seeing what he would do. Yeah. Um, and so they were very supportive, but there was a few like Bernie supporters turned Trump supporters who I saw at the inauguration. Um, and people kind of on the edge who didn't maybe want to support Hillary Clinton. So then they were showing up for Trump and had voted for Trump. So, um, people like that, I didn't see at the rally. Um, because they probably kind of parted ways after some of the things our president has done, but yeah, so that that I, that difference was there. Okay. But um, but yeah, overall people just very positive. Obviously, it's yeah. some of his number yeah. one fans, so that's not really a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I got some enemy of the people's. Kind of comments for sure Uh,
1: Before we wrap up I wanted to ask you about that Yeah Because that CNN sucks Chant went up a couple times And Mm -hmm. uh, That's a little unnerving When You know a couple thousand people decide to just all of a sudden turn around and uh, (laughs) start pointing at you. Um. Yeah, that
0: happened, like, way more times than I thought. Like, I knew that that it would happen, and I I like, wasn't surprised. But then it just happened maybe, I don't know, maybe ten times Trump made, like, a comment towards the media and kind of motioned toward the press pit. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't really expect it to happen that many times, and it's a little different than when I'm, like, walking down the street talking to people in line and someone will yell something compared yeah. to, like, the president of the United States saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, right. So, yeah, that was uh, interesting to experience in person. Yeah. But, uh,
1: I, I agree. That was a little… um,
0: A I'd, little scary.
1: I'd always imagine what it would be like to be a U of M football player walking into <laughs> Columbus. And uh, you know that would that seemed kind of like the, the, what it would yeah. be like. Okay, uh, yeah. did you want to add anything else, sir? Um, I don't because I know so. you got an interview to get to, and we're gonna yeah, wrap this up.
0: I gotta um, get out of here in a second, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was an interesting day. Um, I'm glad I got the opportunity to go and report yeah. on it because it yep. was kind of a historic thing. Uh, so that was that was cool. So
1: yeah, that was my second present I've been able to cover in a capacity like that, nice. and that was really. Uh, yeah, I got to do Obama in uh, a couple of years ago when okay, he was cool. on the South Side of Chicago. So that was the differences between the two, or you know, the, the two type of rallies were you know very interesting. So yeah, um, I bet. Yeah, he was Obama. Real quick, he was designating um, um, uh, the Pullman neighborhood on the South Side of Chicago. Oh, who, okay. built, who built the Pullman uh, rail cars? They were designated as a national monument. So he was at a high school. Um, on the south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. talking about you know the national monument, whereas Trump had people behind him, you know, like the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Obama's rally, it was a lot of like local official, uh, local officials, and you know, like the mayor, Rahm yeah. Emanuel, was there. Um, more
0: of a focused event, it sounds like too. Um,
1: yes, yeah. where it was, yeah. Whereas you know, was Trump was more of his supporters were there, obviously. So, sure, yeah, yeah. But like you said, that's that's uh, it was a fun evening, a fun day. and yeah, it was uh, an experience. Gl- an, an experience. I'm <laughs> glad I was a real part of it. So uh, on behalf of Kate Carlson, who's <laughs> got to run for a, qu- a council meeting, <laughs> I'm Brian Rinalis. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on From the Newsroom.
0: Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh,